I think open education should be available to everyone in terms of the materials that you use. But also I think um, students will be more engaged or involved or motivated to work on assignments that are not just disposable assignments, that they receive a grade and then they end up in a drawer and you never look at them again. But if they can contribute to the knowledge base and contribute to other people's uh, learning experiences. Welcome to Open Science Bites, the open science podcast of the University of Groningen, highlighting best practices and challenges academics experience when being open in their teaching and research. This episode will focus on open educational resources. In a nutshell, open educational resources are learning, teaching and research materials in any format and medium that reside in the public domain. In other words, they are free to use for anyone. In this episode, Anouk Sluiter-Oerlemans, Assistant Professor in Youth Studies at the Faculty of Behavioural and Social Sciences, shares her views on and experiences with open education. This academic year, I started to take the first few steps in uh, also um, using uh, open pedagogy more, open educational practices more. So I was already using open uh, uh, access materials and now I uh, also uh, started working with student-created open educational resources. I just took the first few steps, so I haven't been around to actually publishing the material just yet. But um, when I was uh, working on redesigning a course for this academic year, um, I was thinking about what kind of materials do I want to include in this uh, course? What kind of articles do they need to read, for example? So there were already some open access articles in this course, and then my attention... Uh, was drawn to a workshop from the university library about redesigning your course with uh, open educational resources. So that came at the exact right time while I was doing uh, this work. And I decided to sign up and then a whole new world opened for me because I was only thinking about open access materials, but actually you can do a lot more. Uh, have students also work on co-creating materials and um, they had a lot of inspiring examples and that's when I uh, decided that I wanted to include that as well in my course. What are the benefits of getting started with open educational material? According to Anouk, the process of co-creating open educational materials together with students brought extra motivation to the classroom and a different learning experience. It motivated the students in a different way. And they were very active, uh, in actively involved. So they worked in group settings. Uh, and I think because they know that this is going to form a basis for an open educational resource, that, that they have to maybe um, take an extra step to really make something uh, accurate and, and, and fun to read. Um, I asked them to consider a little bit a layman's audience for their uh, for their project or knowledge chapter. So this was something different from what they are used to. Uh, so that also created a different um, learning experience, I think, for them. So that was, I think, the main benefit for me. And from the teacher's perspective, using open educational resources also provides an opportunity to learn from and be inspired by peers all over the world. Because I, I used other uh, persons' course guides or materials to be inspired, I think that's, really, that's also an advantage of having access to these open educational resources. 
um, just be able to take a look in another teacher's kitchen, so to say, uh, uh, see how they uh, how they do these uh, kind of things. And as a relatively new teacher myself, that was really helpful. Also, um, uh, just see how could you do this, how could you approach this. And um, this is also why I want to pay it forward a little bit and publish my course guide and my uh, plan, uh, hopefully to inspire other teachers as well. Does Anouk have any tips for fellow academics who are also interested in experimenting with open educational resources? I think maybe attending such a workshop was for me a really good starting point because you have a lot of information. Uh, they shared the slides. Probably they share the slides regardless of whether or not you attend these workshops, but perhaps then it should be somewhere uh, available that teachers um, can uh, find it easily. Um, but yeah, that for me, the workshop was pretty helpful. And then going from there... Um, that we, and, and yeah, just just do it. Doesn't cost a lot of extra time. Uh, it opens up a whole new opportunity for um, assignments to consider or um, uh, research. Or, oh, sorry, materials to consider. Um, it can be very helpful for you, for the teachers as well. Anouk mentioned she is new to the world of open educational resources. What challenges did she encounter when working with open educational resources? I didn't encounter that many obstacles actually. The students were really on board with it, so or at the very least they weren't opposed to the idea. So um, yeah, they were quite enthusiastic about it. So and they they all approved uh, of the publication. Um, some uh, prefer to be anonymous, others prefer to f have full credit with their name. So I gave them that option and also gave the option to reconsider at any time and contact me about it. So no, so far not many obstacles. Perhaps uh, the most important obstacle is just finding the time now to prepare everything for publication with everything else going on. Anouk also tries to be open in the way she approaches her research. It started with publishing open access, uh, and this is something that I strive to do throughout my entire career. But I think the focus is now more and more also on sharing, sharing your data set, sharing your uh, syntax, sharing um, or pre-registering your plan so you can then uh, follow up with, okay, we've collected the data now and we conducted the experiment, for example, and uh, this was our plan, so we're going to stick to the plan and what comes out of that. So in all honesty, I think there's room for improvement in me being an open academic. And when I started doing research, doing my PhD, it wasn't really a, a big issue at that point to publish open access or pre-register your research. And I think in the years following that, it became more, uh, more a topic. And actually, looking back at it, I'm, I'm thinking, why wasn't this an issue before? Because it makes so much sense to be open and to um, publish your research so that everyone is able to read about it um, and be accountable. So be very open and transparent. I think that's really important. This was Open Science Bites, the open science podcast of the University of Groningen. Thank you very much for listening. Join us for our next episode on open educational resources with Sander van Lanen from the Faculty of Spatial Sciences.
Open Science Bytes is produced by the University of Groningen Library with technical support of Wim Brons.